Welcome back to the Garcia Diaries Unfiltered. I am your host, Bethany Garcia, and I'm sitting here with my husband slash co-host, Anthony. What do you do, baby? Oh, my God. First first time we're talking to you guys this year? Yeah. It's been a whole year since we've talked to each no, other. No, that's not the joke. It's We haven't talked to you guys since last year. That's the joke. Oh. <laughs> the last time we, we spoke was last year. Mm-hmm. Good joke, babe. Good joke. New year. So... Last week, we briefly mentioned how chaotic our week had been, especially that specific day that we were recording, and then we forgot to actually explain what happened. I think we got so into the holidays and ho-ho-hoing. We forgot to tell you guys about our day, and honestly, that day continued into the next week of being death uh very eventful and also traumatic for everyone so here's what happened that day we went out to feed the bunnies and the kids were like coconut's not moving it's our female rabbit and i was like what do you mean she's not moving and we went out there and she had passed away and all the kids were crying anthony was even like upset and no, emotional yeah You're he was lying. like he was like oh my god but no okay yeah, no he really was guys so one of my red flags is like i it, it's very hard for me to show would it be empathy or sympathy what's the difference um, between those two for you i it's like i don't even know how to explain it like how I was raised, it especially was, with animals and stuff, like he just has a hard time connecting. Like and it's it's hard for me to like you. Oh, you fell and scraped your knee. Like oh, I'm so like yo, get up, fucking keep going. You know, <laughs> like I when I was a kid, like I was taught like you're bleeding, you just lick your blood and you keep going. Like you clean the mess and go. So I can just tell with the kids when they like get hurt and that kind of stuff that he's like being very intentional about like okay, now I need to say like inner, oh, inner are you me okay? is like get up, stop crying. Walk it off. You're gonna be okay. But I got. I have to be. It, it's. It's. I have to be very intentional. Of like, oh, I'm sorry. Are you okay? Like, yeah. And you've gotten so much better with that in the past few years too. But like, I think that empathy doesn't like come very easy to you because of your childhood. So when it comes to animals, I didn't grow up with animals. He never had an animal growing up. They had he had like a tarantula in high school. I, That's the closest thing, like the closest interaction he ever had to an animal. I, no one in his family had one. I didn't want animals. Bethany is the reason we have animals. So seeing how happy the animals make my kids and how much the kids love them is what makes me happy. Right. So when we went out there and coconuts dying, Deuce is literally sobbing and like yeah. in tears, like just saying that he misses coconut and why is she dead. That's what got to me because I'm like, damn, like my kid, my yeah. son loved this thing so much. So I have love for it. Yeah. And that's what kind of got to me. And I was like, then we just started like thinking like the whole year we had the bunny and we knew mm, all, two years we knew going into bunnies that Pretty They're much anything can kill them. Yeah, they so, can die of being scared or they can get sick and they'll hide their illness because they're prey animal. 
Um, they, if they literally eat the wrong thing, they could die. Like they're very fragile animals that like my sister-in-law who's a vet jokes that rabbits are very hard to it's keep alive. Joke, Beth. Well, she makes the joke that joke. rabbits Serious. are hard to keep alive. Just for hours. I know it was like the saddest thing ever. And then the other thing is that peanut butter and coconut are two rabbits that are male and female. They've been bonded for two years. So... When you have bonded animals like that, you're always supposed to watch out for the second one to make sure that they're like, okay, because you can literally die from like a broken heart. Um, And so anyways, we, she passes away. She passes away. It was devastating. Anthony buried her. We had a funeral for her. And like that day we had been planning on going to Tucson to see my grandparents Um, because we didn't get to see them for Christmas and that was like New Year's Eve. So we ended up going to Tucson. I was really worried about peanut butter. And so I had my sister-in-law come to be with him and be checking on him and that kind of stuff. So anyways, we get back and he still seems to be fine. And the next morning we go out to feed him and he had passed away as well. Dead and gone. Like, literally devastated. The ki- I thought the kids were lying and, like, trying to play a cruel, evil joke on me, even though, like, that they would never play that joke. But, like, in my mind, I wanted it to be a joke because um, I just, like, didn't... I don't know, because, like, he was just fine the night before kind of a thing. So, um, anyways, that all happened. Now, the kids, once Coconut uh, died, though, I had, like, been saying, like, peanut butter is probably gonna die because when a buddy loses its partner most often they die so i kind of was like planting that seed in their head so that way if we came back from tucson or you know to and and peanut butter was dead it wasn't as much of a shock to them and i will say like the kids were way less emotional i think because we had just gone through that like days prior but obviously they were still like really, really sad and didn't understand because peanut butter doesn't, there's nothing wrong with his, like there was no blood, there's nothing wrong with him, like that kind of stuff. And so, yeah, it's just like, I don't know, we've had like the hardest week ever with animal losses and I honestly, I'm so freaking tapped out at this point that I'm like, I can't do it anymore. I can't do it. Like it's too hard to grow attachments and emotional bonds to animals especially with the kids like Anthony probably can't relate to this too much but like and to then to lose them like it's beyond devastating so that's been awful <laughs> but I don't know we've I'm, I'm trying to like you want to always end a story on a positive note I don't think there's any positive so note is there. your <laughs> dream <laughs> of wanting animals i know my dream property. was to is like have gone? a little farm and like have goats no like i don't want to i yes. can't do it no I, I literally can't like i can't handle it and yeah i just i really can't so moving on from that devast or depressing topic and hopefully moving on to something more entertaining <sighs> so we come back we come back kids go back to school yes all is right in the world right Infinity I stones mean, are in place. Everything's rolling smooth. Besides our kids being depressed from losing their bunnies. But we go to the kids go to school. And a few days ago, we're at lunch. We're at lunch, yeah. And Bethany gets a call. 
freaking school name pops up on my phone and I know some shit's about to go down. Like, I never know if um, our kids are in trouble for fighting someone because, I mean, that's never happened, but it's bound to with Anthony being their dad. And or are they uh, infected with COVID? Um, because that's happened before with Deuce, but luckily he tested negative through the whole thing. Or are they like what? What are they? Are they sick? What's are they hurt? What are they? What are like, they? Whatever. Why is this school it, like I, everything flashes through my eyes in 0.5 seconds, and I get so scared. So I answer, and she's like, "I hi, I'm the nurse. I have Harlem here in the nurse's office. She's fine, but she was." Um, and Inf- not infected what's the word she exposed. exposed there's the word to covid a few days ago so they're like you have to come pick her up right now and she has to stay home for five days thank god it's five days now like the cdc changed their guidelines and because when deuce was exposed he had to be home for 10 days and it didn't matter if he tested negative or not like and that was brutal um So luckily the quarantine thing right now is five days and as long as she doesn't have any symptoms and tests negative, then she can come back to school. So she's been testing negative every single day. She has no symptoms at all. So she's, She's but she's been home this week. Just enjoying this extended winter break. She's definitely enjoying it. And she, she's supposed to go back to school on Monday and she was like, well, dad, it's technically not five days because the weekend and she's like it has to be school days five school so why days can i just go back on tuesday we're like no <laughs> nice try nice try um but she anthony was like laughing so much because she like he'll wake up in the morning and she because she wakes up before anyone else and he woke up yesterday morning and the bathroom was clean the living room was clean like she was getting the kids breakfast and like she's just a little mom and anthony was like Dang, Harlem, like, you want to be homeschooled or what? <laughs> it was so funny. So as as opposed to, you know, with the deuce, he's a lot more reliant on us. It was, You know what I mean? So Harlem is actually, I don't know, son, I love dependent. you, son, but like. But do, with the thing with deuce being home for 10 days, like he, is, he needs to be he in school. He needs though. to be in school. Like he needs to be learning. He needs to be whatever. Like Harlem can get sent home her school packet and she'll do it and she'll like listen to us and she'll learn with us. Like Deuce just is, doesn't have that personality. Exactly. So the Har- Harlem gets her weekly homework packet. Monday night, the whole packet's done. Deuce takes till Friday. We're every time. Yeah. Every time. So Harlem's home. We're chilling. Yeah. We made it through. We made it through another... The holidays. Well, we made it through another kid almost being exposed to freaking COVID. And yeah, anyway, so a lot has been happening these past few weeks too in pop culture. And I know that there's a lot of people that aren't interested in this, but... But we are the keeping up with the Kardashians. So. The Kardashians. <laughs> That's so stupid, babe. But listen, this is intriguing to me for so many different reasons and it relates to marriage and parenthood on a grander scale and it's so entertaining this story specifically is because it's just mind-boggling so not to bring up anthony's girlfriend repeatedly every single episode but what's been going on babe start with the concert all right so as you guys know i truly value kim kardashian's worth on this earth (laughs) 
You're so dumb. So, as we all know, if you, unless you've been living under a rock and you don't turn on your TV or go through the grocery store and see the magazines, you'll know that Kim Kardashian, Kanye West were married. They are they are now separated. Kim Kardashian has been seen She's around She's filed town. for divorce, but he won't accept it. That's an important side okay. note. Kim Kardashian has been seen around town with the local clown. Anthony, and Kanye up. West has been attempting to gain his family back and his so, wife. We've talked about this before, but Kim and Pete Davidson have been seen like at breakfast at the Beverly Hills Hotel and they've been like they flew off to the Bahamas a few days ago like they've been dating right dating. so okay. through this Kanye has been saying like he's had a concert with Drake and he was like saying um run back to me as fast as you can specifically Kimberly like literally the, name dropping they her had my guy Drake a video of him with a tear running down his face because it was so powerful, right? <laughs> oh my God. He's sitting there at this free Larry Hoover concert. Now, can we pause for a second? This this is probably going to be a little bit controversial or off-brand, what I'm about to ask you. Okay. Okay? And as someone who is heavily embedded into rap culture, hip-hop culture, urban culture, it kind of hits close to me. But Larry Hoover. Don't know. Okay. I I, I think I know, but I don't know, no. Because so I've I, obviously heard of him. Obviously, this benefit concert was for Larry Hoover, but I, I don't want it to be that this we're specifically talking about Larry Hoover. So Larry Hoover, right? He is in prison. Uh, we're going to summarize this. Um, been in prison for a long time. He's a he started a gang in Chicago. Um, just these are some of his convictions: murder, conspiracy, extortion, continuing to engage in a criminal enterprise. Okay, he's in prison. Now we all know that for so long the corruption, as far as like convicting men of color, was very. It's it's been well Widespread, documented yeah. in history, um, which is why they've had to go back to so many cases and courts and judges and whatever. So he's in prison, right? And Kanye West, Kim Kardashian are fighting for him to be released from prison. That's mm-hmm. why they held this concert to raise funds to go towards whatever organization is helping to try to free right. Larry Hoover. Okay. So here's my question to you. Let's say Larry Hoover, right? One of his charges is murder. Now, I know I don't want to get too deep into his because I'm sure there's so many facts and things that we just can't cover. But let's say he did commit murder. Okay. Right? Does Larry Hoover deserve to get out of prison? So, criminals in general. Right. There are crimes and then there are major crimes right do like if he and he's a leader of a gang and a very well-documented gang that's violent and a lot of crime whatever like should where's where's that line are, are you a believer in 
a person gets their sentence and they've paid back their debt to society and they can be reinvigorated, reinvigorated, is that even a word? Re-entered into civilization or like, how do you stand on that? Um, well, to be honest, if we're really talking about this, which I guess we are, um, I think that the prison system so corrupt and that there's a lot of people that are in prison that should never have been or that should not have got as long a sentence as they do. I think, for example, like weed being legal in so many states and all, there's literally people still in those states serving sentences for small possessions of weed. I think it's like so corrupt, but I think that there's crimes that definitely still deserve prison. Like, for example, my father. So... I don't know. Like, I don't know. I can't even answer a question about this. I don't know enough about it. What we, you, what's no, no, your opinion? Like, and we're not giving... Sp- I, that's why I want to kind of take it off of Larry Hoover. Because I want to just talk about this in general. I don't want it to be specific to him. But We're supposed to be because, talking about Kim and Kanye. But because, I know, this is just one of my lanes that I'm going off <laughs> on. This was a benefit concert for Larry Hoover. And if Larry Hoover is who the... Yeah, but is te- it such a shock that peop- that famous people are supporting someone that's corrupt? No, what I'm saying is, are people supporting this just because Kim and Kanye are hot and trending and they're what's cool to do? Or are, is, like, you know what I mean? Like, I haven't done enough but research to But if also if this truly, guy's really innocent... That's then, a whole different story. That's a yeah. whole... If you're innocent, you don't belong... You don't deserve to be in prison whatsoever. But what I'm saying is, do you, like... It's, okay, so... I'm gonna if get someone really committed murder, do they deserve to be in prison? Yes, that's an like obvious answer. Okay, okay, I I get that, but listen, prison hits very home to me. It, my, it, it hits very home to you. Yes, it hits close to home. <laughs> close to there. I my fathers were in prison. I have brothers that are in prison. Like I have people that are that I love in prison. Right. And me too. so. I I truly believe that when their case when their sentence is expired, they should be allowed to re-enter the world one thousand percent and try to be reintegrated into civilization. Right now, in my circle, there's people, there's killers, there's you know what I mean. Like these, there's there's a lot. It's of, like domestic violence. It's murder. No, no, I'm saying like when, if you see me in the club, just know I got killers with me. I got real. Like there's, I, I have dangerous people with me That's that have paid their not with you. What are you talking I, about? When you've gone to the club with your brothers? No, when my brothers get out of prison, my street cred jumps up a lot. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> you're embarrassing. No, no, that's but what I'm saying that's is like embarrassing for you. I have relationships with my brother. When they get out of prison, I'm gonna do everything that I can to help them transition from tens of years in prison okay. back into civilian life i have nephews or have you know what i mean one of my brothers has a kid that i love with all my heart mm-hmm. that i want him to have a strong home life with his dad you know what i mean so right. i'm gonna do everything i can short of pretty much making him stay out of trouble mm-hmm. and stay on the straight path but you can't control exactly but i'm gonna do what i can okay, but what's the what's this leading to is even though the crimes my brothers have committed i still believe that they're when their sentences are done right their debt to society has been paid okay and they should be allowed to come back that's what i was asking i like, agree do you yeah no you were asking me if a murderer 
should be freed. But when does his sentence up? Who, Larry Hoover? Yeah. It's like life. Okay. Like he is intended to be free. So obviously they're trying to get him out because they think he's innocent. Yes. And okay, they, think well that's... That they think that the charges that were brought to him were excessive. Okay. Well, then there you go. But that's what I was asking <laughs> you. I don't there's, I don't know anything there's about le- this. But there's also levels to murder, right? There's manslaughter. There's second degree murder. There's premeditated. There's like levels, right? Right. So if someone commits manslaughter or it's self-defense, should they be in prison for their life? No. Okay. So we're on the same page. So back to Drake. I'm saying you were supposed to be talking about Drake and Kanye. I gave you the floor to explain the concert. Are you gonna continue that? You I, don't even know where you were, huh? I, I, I was just I was just questioning the concert. That's it. Okay. And the concert, they didn't give any backstory why whatever. Okay, I got off on the tangent there. Damn. <laughs> All right, so that's a whole episode, babe. We they don't go, have time for that. They go to the concert. They, whatever. He pleads his heart out. He buys the fucking house. And then he buys the house next door to Kim Kardashian. Kanye goes and buys the house, and this is like in the news, and everyone's like, "What the fuck, Kanye? Like, what are you doing?" And like, we're hoping that it's a, you know, co-parenting situation where he just wants to be close to his kids. Hopefully that's it. But then with all the public cries for Kimberly and then him literally posting on his story, like we talked about, begging for her to come home. Which we said we thought was kind of cringe, cringy and uh, or like buying a house like, oh, my fucking God. And then like calling her out during the concert. There's all of these things are happening. So we're kind of just like, OK. And like this is all happening after she steps out publicly with okay, Pete Davidson. But, but hold on. So. I kind of want to look at this as an entirety, but also case by case, right? So if all of the the concert stuff, the him going on social media and different interviews, the drink champs and professing that he wants his wife back, if that doesn't happen, I think buying the house isn't that weird. It's cool. Yeah. You want to, what it was, what was said is he wanted to be closer to the kids for right. co-parenting, right? Right. So I think that alone, that's, that's cool. You know, if you and I, but we move she's, on. he's also known for grand gestures. And Kim has even said in the past that that's one of the reasons she fell in love with him and all the grand gestures. And yes. so these are all like beyond so, grand so gestures, but I'm like at, there's a, there's a point where it's like, okay, dude, like you need to like yes, chill. Exactly. Like because it's weird now. Everything is in its entirety is too much. And then like, I think the day he like called her out and was like, come back to me, blah, blah, blah. She like, he's, and he's like, I don't remember being divorced, blah, blah, blah. I never signed a paper. So she goes and she files for legal separation because or to be like legally single because he won't sign the divorce papers and she wants to be legally separated from him so makes sense so like through all of these things like she's never saying anything publicly um she's never commenting on anything and he's like kind of making a fool out of himself and her and what she does is she chooses to go like the legal route okay fine which her, you know, trying to be a lawyer makes total sense. Okay, but no, Very that's just her anyone end. would do that. Yeah, come on, she's not. That's not like Kim. Kim knows. Kim anyways, knows. she don't need a lawyer. I do think it's she's classy that she like never comments publicly on. Yes, for this the stuff. sake like, of 
for the sake of the kids. I was thinking like, okay, Kim and Pete, like obviously you guys aren't like it kind of seems like a publicity stunt because you guys, if you didn't want to be seen or like when you're first getting to know someone and dating someone, you wouldn't go to breakfast every morning at the Beverly Hills Hotel. You wouldn't be seen by paparazzi. There's literally a list of celebrities that don't get seen in over a year because they know how to not be seen and they're not calling the paparazzi on themselves so that I was like kind of like weirded out by that but then after the occurrences of this past weekend it's nothing or this past week I guess it's literally nothing in comparison just buckle up you guys just buckle up so New Year's Eve New Year's Eve, Pete Davidson and Miley Cyrus are hosting the New Year's Eve, whatever, Miley's New Year show in Miami. So Kanye decides to host his own thing in Miami. So whatever. Like, it just mm, seems it's very suspicious because people, people always people were saying that, like, he, Kanye had nothing planned. It was a very last minute thing until Pete Davidson's thing was announced. So anywho, my leg's falling asleep. <laughs> anywho... We start seeing Kanye photographed around town with an actress named Julia Fox. So I've never heard of this girl. Apparently she was in that movie you watched, Uncut Gems, babe, with Adam Sandler. I guess she was in that movie, but I've never heard of her besides that, I guess. I don't know. Mm. Never heard of her. Anyways, so we see all these pictures. We're like, okay, Kanye's dating. So like, thank God he... Maybe he's, he's gonna stop publicly harassing he's been Kimberly. Dating, right? Yeah, he's he dated Which, Irina Shake for like six months, and then he started doing the Kimberly tour of apologies. Um, so yeah, he da- he was stepping out dating before Kim had ever been photographed or rumored to be with anyone. So he starts, but like I'm thinking like okay, maybe he'll start like leaving Kim alone in the press and all that kind of stuff. So yesterday. Interview Mag posts these pictures, and it's a whole ass fucking photo shoot of Kanye West and Julia Fox in a hotel suite, and he's dressing her. She's on top of him, like on the floor, like they're basically dry humping on the ground. They're making out. They're like doing all these things in the pictures, um, and then you have pictures of her in a restaurant, um, and it's directed by Kanye. Whatever, and we're like, what the fuck is going on? What is going on? And she writes a whole ass interview. So written by, or uh, not interview, an article. It's like written by Julia Fox for Interview Mag. And she writes an essay. And the essay is literally mind-blowing because here I am thinking like, oh, wow. So Julia and Kanye must have been like dating for a while secretly or they've like known each other forever. So this is what her essay says, babe. It says, I met Ye in Miami on New Year's Eve and it was an instant connection. His energy is so fun to be around. He had me and my friends laughing, dancing, and smiling all night. We decided to keep the energy going and fly back to New York City to see Slave play. Ye's flight landed at six and the play was at seven and he was there on time in caps. I was impressed. After the play, we chose to do dinner at Carbone, which is one of my favorite restaurants, obviously. 
At the restaurant, Ye directed an entire photo shoot for me while people dined. The whole restaurant loved it and cheered us on while it was happening. After dinner, Ye had a surprise for me. I mean, I'm still in shock. Ye had an entire hotel suite full of clothes. It was every girl's dream come true. It felt like a real Cinderella moment. I don't know how he did it or how he got all of it in there in time, but I was so surprised. Like, who does things like this on a second date or any date? Everything with us has been so organic. I don't know where things are headed, but if this is any indication of the future, I'm loving the ride. So, first of all, it reads like a diary entry of like a middle schooler that's in love for the first time. Um, So fucking weird. They literally, at this point, to the point where we're recording this, they've known each other for six days. Six days. And I'm literally shook, but I think these are the grand gestures that Kim is talking about all the time um, that literally like suck you in. But doesn't this read almost like grooming, even though she's like a 31 year old adult, it it like literally feels like grooming to me. But but not grooming into, like, him being a sexual predator, but grooming into, like, this lifestyle of, like, let me suck you in to this, and and that's how he, like, gets control over her. Like, I don't know. It's just so fucking weird to me. The other thing that's so weird to me is that these people are both parents. Like, I just, I can't imagine, I cannot imagine just, like, being like, oh, I'm in a party in Miami. Now I'm going to fly to New York. Like, what about my kids? Like, that's all I can think about. And the crazy thing, too, is that on Christmas Eve, was it Christmas Eve or Christmas Day? And Julia Fox was apparently um, on her Instagram story talking about what a deadbeat piece of shit her baby daddy is. And I actually looked it up and they're actually still married, technically. So, like, just like Kim and Kanye are technically still married. Um, Everything just, it's so mind-blowing to me that some people live this life I can't comprehend it. I really can't. Okay, so I really wish there was a way that we could show you guys the pictures. You have to look them up. Just literally type in interview mag, Julia and Kanye. Because You'll it's find so them. cringy. It's so, it's literally, it's like them having sex with clothes on, on the floor. And, and a photographer's following them around to dinner into their hotel suite and but, just but taking But it's pictures. like, there's Kanye's like dressing her. Yeah. It's, it's like he super, did with Kim. It's super awkward. Like, I just feel awkward looking at the pictures. Yeah. And you're right. Like, this whole time... Kim has taken the high road in this situation. She's no... I mean, and you can literally hate her. You can love her, whatever. Like, people have very strong opinions about the Kardashians. I find them entertaining. I also find them very problematic. But you have to admit that in these situations involving their marriage and their children, Kim usually takes the the silent road. And, okay, yeah, she's with this clown all around town. And that's not a good look, but whatever. She's recently separated she's maybe trying to rediscover herself we'll give her that but she's not making statements that you know one day her kids are going to get older and read like Kanye's literally going out there and leaving a digital footprint of him wanting to get his wife back and so I think she's she's done a great job of that so Kanye's doing this and moving to this person and back to his wife and being seen having bible study with two models in his room oh my god that's the other thing is like literally the day after new year's eve there was like pop pop sorry pop pop i 
can't talk. Paparazzi pictures of him on a balcony with like two naked girls that weren't so, Julia Fox, but he was seen with Julia Fox the day before. And so like it's, it's and then oh, in the article too, she's calling him her boyfriend. Like I I have you ever met someone and then in six days you're like, Oh, we're dating. Yes, I was a teenager or <laughs> I was, you know, preteen. No, there's no way you met someone and then you but like people that you probably like had relationships with you've known them for like years no you, you go went to the, the first day of school, school you see this cute girl at school and you say yo we should be boyfriend and girlfriend oh yeah okay so when you have four but children not, like kanye yes and, that's, and you're in a divorce you meet someone and then you're an instant you're instantly like oh you're coming home with me <laughs> like and from as a as a parent now we've i've been with beth and i've been together since high school pre-kids so we don't really have any dating any knowledge whatsoever we don't but know anything i would just imagine like at the end of the day if bethany and i split up first i would think that the logical not, not logical that the respectable thing to do is to still have respect for you treat you right treat you equal as an equal right you're the mother of my kids yes we might have fallen out of love but at the end of the day you gave me five precious children mm-hmm. the least i can do is treat you with respect right, right. And if we've have convers- if we've had conversations that hey this isn't gonna work you don't want to be back with me I'm not gonna go on social media and say oh my wife back I want you know yeah. what I mean it's especially it's if you have like a hundred million followers yes so I feel like for the kids and you're one of the most famous rappers of for all the kids time. at least I would try to be as tight lip about it because I don't want them like to but have imagine to- anything you say ever an article gets written about it like that just takes it up 20,000 notches exactly so I'd imagine okay yes I totally get like you're let's say someone's single and they're looking for love and they go to the club and they spark it I get that but like when you have kids you have to think about them you if if you are thinking about a serious relationship how does that person mix in with your family like Mm -hmm. in the, the way they're at it's just so advanced so quickly it's like yo it's it's definitely a Playback so what's Kim. your thoughts on okay so do you think it's a playback at Kim that I think he's, he's building, going super hard but like okay, for her because he Julia is Julia Fox to get back. reaching out to a magazine to write an essay about their first 6 days together like and they're and what they're specifically doing on dates when most celebrities I think she loves privacy. she loves the clout who is her who's her who's her baby daddy I don't know Let me see Liz, let me look him up who's her who's her husband I don't think he's famous. That's but what I'm they saying. They were literally on a red carpet. So you together go from being married ago. to Peter Artemiev, and now you're get with Kanye. Like so, she, her, and her baby, who she just had a baby in 2021, and her baby daddy were her husband were like walking red carpets together a few months ago, and she also um, posted a story yesterday of like announcing a new movie that she's going to be in and use like a Kanye West song to like announce it stuff like that i do think she's loving it but at the same time wouldn't any person like i don't think she's in the wrong here i think it's fucking weird she's that capitalizing she, on it yeah which is smart yes like it's very smart she had under five hundred thousand followers before all this and now she's she's probably gonna hit a million soon like i definitely think capitalizing on something like this is very smart i just think it's like kind of cringy for most a-list stars who actually truly value 
privacy minus reality stars. But Kanye West was not a reality star. He was he married into a reality he family. He was a star before them. They, right. So I'm saying like he's an A-lister before the Kardashians ever were a thing. Right. So you have A-list celebrities that value privacy. She's obviously not into that, I guess, because, well, one, she was talking about her baby daddy publicly. Like I just and people on Twitter were like going crazy for it. I didn't even know who she was at this point, but people love the drama. Right. So I just think. Obviously, it's smart on her part to be capitalizing on it. So that way, once he breaks her heart, they she has like she got something out of it. She got something out of it. Right. But I think the blame here is on Kanye. And I just don't know what he's doing. Like, this is all just a big. And like we've mentioned before, it's secondhand embarrassment. Yes. Like I'm team Kim all day long. I'm still embarrassed for one of the greatest hip hop artists, producers ever. I'm embarrassed. (laughs) It's sad to see. So that's our Kim and Kanye on news this episode of, the of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Oh my gosh! Um, also, it's interesting too that the Hulu show for the Kardashians just launched their like trailer last week. I don't even know if it's a trailer, but like a sneak peek. And then all of this is happening too. Okay. Like that kind of stuff is just okay. So, but obviously, we know that Kanye always hated the show, wanted Kimberly to not be on it wanted his kids to never be on it so her kids weren't on it for the first several like years of their lives and i don't think kanye would ever do anything to help the pr of the kardashian show like he hates the reality So that's what i was gonna ask so do you think that there's any uh correlation with the new show dropping in this and you say no because it literally did okay the the thing came out on new year's eve oh you know what so the julia fox thing happened after that so what What if kim they okay they so kanye necessarily doesn't like this like like the reality show like he's never really don't want to be a part of it what if kim and chris got together and they were like okay let's Let's pair you up with the goofiest motherfucker in Hollywood. Shut up, Anthony. Have you seen with him in public? Because they know that Kanye will get act a, out. They know oh Kanye will respond to that. I mean, you, I would not put that past Kris Jenner. She's a PR genius. So that's what I'm saying. What if? But what if they're actually behind the scenes? The worst way, but manipulating things so that way, because Kanye, being who he is, the yeah. outspoken, um, his thought process is on a whole other level. He, they're gonna get a reaction out of him. Yeah. So what if this is all part? Because I honestly think that I still think the Kim and Pete thing. Like even if they're like really digging each other and having great sex, I think that it all works very well for the new Kardashian show coming out. I think there's definitely a PR aspect to it, one thousand percent. The whole Kanye thing. I don't think Kanye would ever do anything to help the PR of the show. I think he would absolutely though do stuff to help the PR of Kimberly. Which in turn helps the show. Yeah, but obviously all of his life work, his entire marriage with Kim was trying to like build her image to be less of a reality star and more of an icon. So I don't, I don't know. It's just it's for me. It's sad to see that you going out like that, man. You got kids. <laughs> you're six, like just imagine just being like, oh, I'm partying in Miami tonight. Tomorrow night I'm gonna party in New York City because I met this hot chick and just like. Going that's, every, like but partying like that's, constantly. I feel like that's normal for. I just couldn't live without seeing my kids like that. Like I don't know, especially but, on a holiday. But I mean, 
Kanye slept in the Atlanta Falcon Stadium for weeks. Oh yeah, like so a month. It's not like I said that I see no problem with that. You know, if you you have access to go from the Bahamas it to Miami kills to New me York to leave the kids like once every six months to go to Vegas for two nights. Like you know how I am on but those because trips. Like our I lives, cry because our I life them. revolves around the kids though. If you right. think about their lives, they're doing, you know, fashion shows, shoots, whatever, around the world. Kanye is going to different states to work on music and st- like they're yeah. they're used to not being around their kids. It's to me it's just like the yo, you're six days in, you did this whole ass shoot and yeah. your your and girlfriend's writing, writing art. That's cringy. But hey, shout out to what's her name? Joey Joey Fox or Jill, Julia Fox. Julia Fox, like, hey, you get that money, get that clout and <laughs> like Go to the next level because hey, I don't know how rich your husband Peter is. He may be the richest man wherever you're well, from. Well, she said that he left her with all of their bills, left their kid, all that kind of stuff. But at so the end of the day, that money. if Make you walk money, into girl. Nobu with Peter and you walk into Nobu with Kanye, everyone's going to yeah. know Kanye in you. So Now... I will say that Kim and Kanye both don't. This is so like materialistic and so honest. Like I'm admitting that it's fucked up, but it's still a thought in my head that I'm going to share with you guys. Kim and Kanye both downgraded. Majorly. Okay. Julia Fox. I'm not like not to compare women, but just like celebrity wise, money wise downgrade. And And then Julia and Pete upgraded. Julia and Pete both majorly upgraded. Julia, honestly, the winners in this entire conversation are Julia Fox and Pete Davidson. Because I've said Pete Davidson's name more on this fucking podcast than I ever would have liked to in my entire life. (laughs) And I haven't said it enough. So that's why I call him a clown now. See, like, I feel like Anthony has more of a chance at getting with Kim Kardashian now that she's been with Pete Davidson. And I feel like I have less of a chance of being with Pete Davidson now that he's been with Kim Kardashian. You're so rude because you said the other night, you're like... Oh, you 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 have a closer chance to get with Kim because she downgraded from Kanye, and I'm like, oh shit. So what you're saying is all she's gonna keep doing is downgrading to where she hits me. That's fucked up. <laughs> I meant fu- money no, and celebrity wise. No, you didn't wise. mean that. You meant I like, never talk about looks like that, babe. I was talking about financially. I was, I was hurt because you called me a downgrade, and you're I a winner, understand babe. that I'm a downgrade. But like to be told you're a downgrade, it actually hurts your feelings. You know, like morally and. Family-wise, you'd be such an upgrade. But, like, financially, let's just be no, honest. No, Pete's funny. Looking. <laughs> <laughs> All right. the fuck up. So, I would like to move on from the Kardashians. I really but, would, too. But, but, can we can we just talk about Chloe Tristan one time? Oh, my God. Because I cannot. I think I have thoughts on this that you're not going to agree with. Okay. Let's hear it. Let's. I'm ready to go to war. Let's go. I'm partially on Tristan's side. What? This is like this is the most hated man in America. I swear to God, this is like the one man that Democrats and Republicans and Independents can all agree that he is the worst. Like so, the worst. Very quick rundown. Honestly, the hate of Tristan Thompson might heal America. Very quick rundown. Tristan Thompson is a and is an NBA player. He plays basketball. Khloe Kardashian is the sister of Kim Kardashian. Right, um, in a nutshell, Correct. they have they have one kid together. Mm-hmm. They've been together Tristan for years. Thompson keeps on cheating on Khloe Kardashian. He's cheated on her three times. He, that he's been caught publicly. She takes him back. He cheats again. She yeah. Take, so it's just a never ending cycle. So 
And to be fair, I think him and Chloe did start dating when his previous baby mama was pregnant. The last big thing that hit the news is he got a lady pregnant and some messages, text messages were released. Like this is last month. Yeah, some text messages were released of him saying... Threatening her, basically. Hey, I'm giving you this money. Yeah. Get an abortion. Yeah, and then he said, if you keep this baby, nobody's going to love it. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. I'm not like, going to be involved. I'm, not gonna I'm be retiring, involved. so I'm not going to have he's money. Like, he's basically saying, like, I work at a gas station. I have no money. Like, he's literally acting like a normal, yes. everyday citizen, not someone that's connected to the Kardashians, not someone that played in the NBA. He's like, I'm retiring from the NBA, so if you think you're going to get money out of me, you're not. You're not. So like, bro, you don't work at Target. You're not a normal everyday human being. You're a fucking celebrity and an athlete. But so anyway, so it comes out. These messages get released. People are like, oh, they can't be true. They can't be true. The baby's born. She keeps the baby. She stands her ground, which is her her God given choice. And this didn't come out the entire pregnancy. She filed like court shit in like June or July. For paternity tests. Yeah. And nothing was even like released until December-ish. So when the baby was about to be born. The latest drama. Okay. And I don't, I genuinely don't think that this woman is in this for any sort of celebrity uh, status or financial gain other than Tristan being in his kid's life because of the fact that one, she has not talked to any news outlets and two, she doesn't have social media where she's like a bunch of these fake accounts popped up pretending to be her. A lot of people were sending me them saying like, Oh my God, look at this is true. And it's like, no, those were all proven to be fake. Okay. She has not commented on anything publicly. Um, Essentially she just wanted to have sex with a man, got pregnant and she's now part of this whirlwind of drama. Yes. Okay. So you and think, wants him to take so responsibility. You, you agree that Tristan Thompson is why the ladies. fuck is Tristan Thompson going around to cities and like, dude, cheat on your girl, whatever. Like you're a piece of trash human being. That's fine. Cheat. But wear a fucking condom like Some that. Proves, like condom. Con- but that proves he has no respect and like not an ounce of bone in respect. Not a ounce of respect in his bones like i think something's wrong with me sometimes because of my anyways um he doesn't have an ounce of respect in his bones for chloe because of the fact that he could easily get an std an sti and bring it back to her i don't because I, she's trusting that he's not I don't agree with slinging that. his dick around all of freaking texas i don't agree and with california that. i don't what? agree with that so here Real, you don't agree with wearing a condom when you're having a sex with a random girl no what? Okay, okay, Anthony, no, 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 no. You're stop, literally someone stop, that struggles with stop. it. Herpes. Okay, I, I agree. You should wear a condom. I don't agree with your statement of respect. What? I don't that, agree with that. That, tie, that directly correlates to having now, respect I don't, for your partner. Okay, uh, let me. Let I me, mean, obviously, you don't have respect for your partner if you're cheating on them. But that just you, like goes a step further. Let me further. take you down this road. Okay. It's been said that Tristan Thompson had a lady pregnant. When Kim, when he started dating Chloe, right? Right. It's also been said that he was dating, oh, what's her name? Somebody else, a famous Taraji person. Taraji P. Henson. Taraji Henson. That he was dating Taraji when he started messing with Chloe, right? Mm-hmm. From the beginning, there's warning signs. The foundation's not sturdy. So to expect. Here's, no, here's no, 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 no. We're, got to, we're getting this all wrong. Sorry. Lamar was dating Taraji P. Hempson when him and Chloe met, and then they decided to get married like 12 days later. 
It was oh. Lamar. Sorry, we got that confused. <laughs> okay, but anyway, Tristan has this he lady. He left Taraji for Chloe. Okay, Tristan has this lady pregnant, right? Yeah. Chloe, in her past relationships, has poached men. I don't want to say poach because it takes two to tangle, right? So I don't want right. to put the blame. We're never putting blame on solely on one yeah. individual. But she's dated men who have been in relationships, and they ended that relationship to be with her. Whatever. I just I will never understand logic. Is let's say I cheat on Bethany with someone, and then I leave Bethany and I date this person. How could that person? literally not go through life with at least the thought in the back of their mind that oh anthony left his wife for me yeah the potential of him leaving me for someone else exists so how can chloe not have that at least in the back of her mind that tristan is capable of doing this right he's capable of doing what he's actually been doing right right now second thing now this this might get some hate but so often we sit here and we have conversations about respecting your partner's wishes and talking about, you know, their sex and their desire. And if you're going to, you know, be in a relationship, but you want to be a swinger or you want to be this or that, you have those conversations, right? Right. And at the end of the day, you choose to respect and honor your partner's fantasies or wishes or you do you not to. What if Tristan Thompson can't? be with one person if he's what not if monogamous, he needs right. to be with multiple women why, why can't we respect that because first of all we have no idea if that conversation's ever been had it, and to the public knowledge chloe and tristan were in a monogamous relationship and this is proved by tristan thompson two days ago going on instagram stories and writing a public apology to Khloe Kardashian because the paternity test came out and this child that he said was not his was proven to 100% be okay. his child. He apologized to the girl for putting her through whatever. He apologized to Khloe and saying, my actions don't reflect how I view you and I view you with like all this love and respect and blah, 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 but blah. He, obviously he doesn't. That proves that Khloe thought that they were in a monogamous relationship. Yes, because that's, I feel like that's what it's is supposed to happen. That's how it's supposed to go. But I think Tristan Thompson needs to have but he, multiple you girlfriends. You can think that, you can think that, but that he did not communicate that to our knowledge to Chloe if they both thought that they were in a monogamous relationship. Babe, okay, maybe he didn't communicate that, but as a repeat offender. Like, okay, but that's, that has nothing to do with the past. You can't just be like, if I go cheat on you tomorrow, and then I'm like, oh, by the way, I don't think I can be monogamous. I still cheated on you. Oh, for sure. But. Even if I have a self-discovery that I can't, that I need to be in a polyamorous relationship or that I can't be monogamous to one person, like I still cheated on you because I had, I had led you to believe that we were monogamous. But at the end of the day, Beth, if I cheat on you. And you take me back, and I cheat on you, and you take me back. Well, a prime example you, of this is it's almost like Vanderpump Rules, Lala Kent and Randall Emmett, who just broke up. She just left him, and she literally they got together. He was still married, 
and then he ends up cheating on Lala too. And then the question is like, how did you not think that how you get them is how you lose them? How did you not think that that would happen to you too? And I totally get that. So why, why are we not hating on Chloe? Because and we hate, or why are we hating solely on Tristan when it's like, girl, you keep taking him back. I also, I think that people can choose forgiveness and you can really believe the best in a person and her i don't know i think that there's a lot of people that agree with you that think that oh she's dumb for taking him back yes but at the end of the day if he said i'm sorry and she chose to forgive him for the sake of their daughter or their family the first time i I agree well this is the third that she took him back the first and second time so we'll see this time where i think chloe is so in the wrong Still, is like I will never forget the Jordan Woods okay, situation where he, Tristan cheated on Chloe with Kylie's like teenager friend, and then Chloe and goes on Twitter Jordan, yes. and says Jordan Woods, you broke up my and family. Like, no, your boyfriend broke up your and family. You you actually took what I, my next point was going to, going to be the whole Jordan Woods debacle. That is just like the icing cherry on the top of. Leo, let's let's cut back on Tristan a little bit and give some of this hate to Chloe. They're both wrong. I don't, but the, at opinion. the same time, too, I don't think either of them deserve like hate the pu- of okay, like the, death threats. The public but, like, scrutiny have, is what I have, mean. You're in the public eye, so people are going to have yes. opinions about you. But like, do they don't think they deserve like? Well, I maybe Tristan okay. Well, does a okay, little, when I say like, hate, I'm not saying like let's send death. No, I'm saying like the tabloids, the yeah. articles, like the hashtags on twitter like i do a little think, bit of those shots at chloe as well i She's do think not- that all the pop culture pages that i follow have brought up the jordan woods situation in the past few days like that's something that is on everyone's mind okay. and people are qu- quoting that tweet so like posting that tweet from 2017 and saying how is this tweet still up chloe or how have you still not publicly apologized to her for this situation and then like jordan woods literally got acts from like the entire family like she lived with kylie well she seems to be doing better with michael b so what are you talking about michael oh, b jordan mind. is not dating jordan sorry woods. jordan woods is with cat okay carl you, anthony town you need to get your facts straight before uh, you go sorry st- i'm not like in first you say taraji's with lamar okay so or you said taraji was with tristan I, see i i knew that the facts were there i just couldn't piece them couldn't together put them straight so anyways Let's talk about Michael B. Jordan, just so I can think about him for one second. Pictured him. Okay, we're good. All I'm saying is, personally, I could never do what Tristan does. It's too much work. I don't have enough money. You can't fly around to different states fucking different girls. He offered like a couple hundred thousand. I'm offering like $10. No, I thought he offered like 70,000 or something. I'm I'm like, that's not even fucking worth it. $10. That's all I got, girl. (laughs) But history with history it's almost like you can't blame the guy accept him for who he is ladies if you don't want to be in this position if tristan thompson comes around you don't partake <laughs> right and let's that's stop he is this who he is, is the new campaign stop sleeping with tristan thompson if you everyone and honestly okay with- knowing the amount of girls that he's going around having sex with with no condom like I, honestly for your health and safety i would just not do it i mean to each his own but in any situation, to each his own. Cut Tristan's. I'm not even gonna say my guy Tristan because I don't like him. I don't support him. I don't. I don't like what he's doing. But is he even a good basketball stock. player? Because he's never in the fucking news for basketball. I mean, he's he's in always the, in the fucking news for fucking he's other in girls. The NBA. 
that's it. But that's he's never say. he's never like, oh my god, this guy had such a great game. Like no. I've never heard that about him ever. He's not a no, what team is he even on? Sacramento Kings. I didn't even know Sacramento had a basketball team. So, so that's news. Just I just think that we need to divvy up the twenty twenty two. Stop sleeping with Tristan Thompson. There we go. Baby, if Tristan, okay. Next. What? No. <laughs> Immediately no. Right. So whatever you were gonna say. So we could use seventy thousand. <laughs> I'm sorry. So let me just sell some Dame toys and I'll get you that seventy k. Okay. All right. So basically, instead of confessing other people's sins this week, we're going to confess. Did we talk about anything own. today? We're, we're just like bullshitting. We're just bullshit. We're just shooting the shit, which apparently people love because five hundred k streams. Okay. Just saying. Um. Instead of confessing other people's sins on the podcast, today we're going to confess our own sins <laughs> because people asked us some questions. I chose some. We're going to answer them. And these questions are not about any one thing. They're literally all over the map. So bear with us. I'm sick of talking about sex. Hopefully there's other questions. Yeah. Well, the first person asked, do you attend, do you guys attend your sister's church? Because people... Dis- have discovered through me sharing it that my sister's a pastor and she actually pastors at the church that I used to attend that my dad was a pastor at. So interesting. Um, do we attend my sister's church? I go to church. I go to church's chicken. You literally don't go to church's chicken. You hate chicken, fried chicken. So that's a lie. Why do I hate? You can't just say I hate fried chicken and not give the backstory. Because he worked at Church's Chicken. That was my first and he job. Used to, he used to have to like clean gizzards out no, of the. No, sink. no, no. That's that's not what bothered me. So I worked. What at, that would bother? I me. worked at Church's Chicken. I was a dishwasher for the closing shift. Touching gizzards that didn't bother me. But at the end of the day, we'd have all this leftover food, so I got to take biscuits and chicken home for weeks. I took fried chicken home and that's all i ate so i don't eat fried chicken now okay so you don't go to church's chicken anymore because I don't of that eat fried chicken period do you go to church no so we don't go to we church we do not go to hannah's church we don't go to hannah's church although hannah's church is awesome because on saturday shameless plug saturday night you can take your kids and then go have a date yeah they'll do like they'll watch your kids for free if you go to their if, hour if you service trust strangers watching your kids yeah dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Anyways, no, we don't attend a church, period, and we don't attend my sister's church. Sometimes the kids have gone with her if they're having, like, a special event or something or if she wants to pick them up, but, uh, no. Yeah, we're, we're not opposed to church. Like, we let our kids go to church. Yeah, um, but we also explain to them very carefully. For me, it's, our church has always it. been a no-go Babe, remember you would always want me to go to church? Always. And I finally took a shift where I had to work on Sundays just so that way we didn't have to have that conversation. He did do that. So. Like on purpose. Is I missed football, but it was worth not having to go to church. Yeah, because of how he was raised having to go every single day of the week. Anyways, the next person asked, are you India? So hmm. I'm not the country of India. But my dad is Indian. My mom is white. Someone asked me last night, what is your ethnicity? I'm so confused. I thought you were Hispanic. Everyone thinks I'm Hispanic because the Garcia Diaries, I think, I guess. Um, But 
Garcia is actually, we talked about this so many times, not my legal last name, never changed it, but I thought, you know, changing it on Facebook is good enough, and here enough. we are. And Anthony is Mexican, but I don't think you're 100%, right? No, I have some Native American in me. He's Yaqui and Mexican, but he, I think you just say Hispanic yeah, Hispanic. or whatever, because it's easier. I don't know. I, we're all a big mix of so everything at this point. Our kids fucking are fucking really mixed. The melting, they're literally white, almost Indian, every corner of the Mexican, earth. Native. They have it all. Um, but it's interesting because both of Anthony's parents are Yaqui. Both of them are, and Mexican. But they're both they're Yaqui from different like origins. Or what? How would you say it? Your dad is Yaqui from. There's like Yaqui Mexico, and then there's Yaqui like from the Amer- like they're different in arizona yeah they're, they're different so it's interesting but it's kind of cool so i am not india but i am indian and i hope that answers your question um someone said do we share a bank account we that's do. always a hot topic people think that married people shouldn't or they strongly believe that married people should we've always shared a bank account since the very first day we were to married because i didn't have a job when we got married exactly so i i I understand people that are like you have to have or not not you have to but separate accounts works i get that because like let's say we got together later in life when you had and we both had our own career i had a job yeah and we already we're already established on our own i don't see the need to like oh we need to combine into one no yeah but when we got together i had a job you didn't yeah so by it just made sense now, for us. Yeah, you're working. I'm not. So it's just. So we have our business account, and then we have our personal account that we share. Now, as you guys know, I lost access to the account because of my and fears. You have a and, debit card, but he doesn't have like the banking app on his phone because he was looking at it too much and having too much anxiety. So I nixed it from him and. I mean, I think you could definitely have the banking app now, a year later, with no anxiety because we're doing better financially but back then yeah no, it was it too was, much in 2020 you. when we weren't getting paid and or things were, we were sparse yeah, scarce. it, it made sense i don't care now i just say like some days i'll just like randomly blurt out You'd be like are we broke no no no, no. And i'm like uh, i will but i'll babe. blurt out like a high price item i'll say babe i want to buy this and depending on her answer it just kind of but sometimes i'm like no you're not buying that you're an idiot and then he's like why we can't afford it and i'm like we can afford exactly. it you're just not gonna that's, buy that that's how i like <laughs> weasel my way to understanding our financial situation i think you'll you would do better now also i think you probably need therapy so anyway someone said yeah i've been broke my whole life i <laughs> wait can uh, therapy help me not to always feel like probably to feel more secure in yourself <laughs> Um, someone said, seriously, when the pandemic is over or safer, will you guys be open to meet and greets? I can't do that, honestly. I think it'd be cool. I think but, I could do it if Anthony was there. Okay, and so, like, because I've actually thought of things, and, like, one of the things is, uh, my for my mom's birthday, she likes to go, like, volunteer. So, there's, like, this place called... Oh, yeah, we almost did that Called Feed My year. Starving Children, and you go and you package food for we, um, we he did do that i mean we almost had so it be like we, a get meat and but what it thing. is is you sign up and you know what i mean so i was like why don't we like put a, a filler out for your followers and whoever wants to come hang out with us hangs out but at the same time we're doing something good and we're giving back to 
those less fortunate than us. Something yeah. like that. I just meet like or we could just, just do go a into like the sports bar and hang room in, at um, Maple and Ash. Yeah, then we have to pay for that shit. Mm. So I listen. I want to meet you guys. I just, style. I just don't want to pay for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Come pay for your own food and then we can eat together. Anyways, um, so yeah, we would be open to that. I just couldn't do it by myself. Anthony would definitely need to be there, or else I might like shit someone myself. invited Bethany to brunch and they didn't invite me. If they would have invited me as well, we would have been there. But because the invite oh, yeah. was someone only was to like, Bethany. Someone reached out to me and they were like, if I invited you to my baby shower on Sunday, would you come? And I'm like, mm, the way my anxiety and my IBS are set up. <laughs> like, if you invite us to lunch. If you like, invite shoot, Anthony. I, I've never seen no to food. <laughs> um, someone said, my boyfriend doesn't believe in therapy, but we really need it. How do I convince him? That's tough. Um, Get a new boyfriend. No, honestly, oh. I think that you just have to do that on your own. It's, I mean, like... Yeah, ugh, why don't... Why damn, not just there goes start... my fucking throat closing up again just randomly, but... <laughs> why don't... Why not just start going to therapy by yourself and then, like, keep dropping hints and not, then... Not even dropping hints. I think... Like, I think of our situation where I was so opposed and I thought that was not something that a man should do. What's Ew, going on? what is your voice doing? too prideful to even admit like why would I go talk to someone about my problems like um but I think you just constantly also I think you were raised in the type of family where it's like you don't talk about your problems you just yes. sweep them under the rug and why would you ever be airing your business out to a stranger but I, I honestly I think that you, by you because you you didn't go to therapy but you read a lot of articles you did a lot of self um you know reflecting and trying yeah, to, and so honestly it was the kindness the your your responses to things would change and me seeing those yeah is like okay something that bethany's doing is working because yeah. so then before, that opened us if up i would have done something she would have reacted in this way and then i right. would have re- you know what i mean and honestly i my advice is if he doesn't want to do it for yourself yeah you know what i mean because at the end of the day you can't expect your partner to change or anyone else to be different or to do things differently if you're not willing to do those yourself. Yeah. And maybe by him seeing... But also, if that's like an end-all, be-all to you, at least then, you're not married. <laughs> no, exactly. And then at the end of the day, if you put the work in and your partner is not willing to, you'll you'll at least know like, all right, this there's this doesn't go anywhere else. And either I have to be content with content where we're at. Are you being with someone that doesn't want to ever improve? Exactly. And then you make that decision. Because I wouldn't be. So someone said, does it bother you guys when Jesus is portrayed with light skin? This is, this was such a good question for me because the reason they asked this is because I posted a picture on my, there was this filter and it like has Jesus on it. And then you like put your face on it and it's like Jesus is hugging you. It was interesting though, because the way it was set up is Jesus was kind of cupping my boob a little, so it was a little uncomfortable, but, um, Jesus had light skin in it. And so that's why this person probably asked that. So I replied to this person and I was like, one fucking thousand percent, it bothers me to my core. This is a hill I will die on when Jesus is white. And I feel like, especially in Arizona with like the different religions that we have here, Jesus is always portrayed as this like white man with like flowy, beautiful, soft hair and definitely never feels accurate for me. I strongly believe Jesus was brown skinned and dark skin like you he literally lived in the middle east right and there was no sunscreen back then like this is a dark man okay there's no way exactly and so for me it 
it oh, doesn't. What? And also, sorry, to, the reason I didn't share this on my story, too, and why I was like, oh, we'll save this for the podcast is because last time I was like, oh, Jesus was definitely brown. People attacked me. And they were like, no, Jesus is white. Blah, blah, blah. Like I, people like feel strongly about this. So what the fuck? So it, it, for me, it doesn't bother me because all facts, his location, his geographical location point to him not being white, like facts. But religious people are so consumed in religion that they don't look at facts. I also think it's the kind of thing of like how people portray Santa as white, but some people want him to be portrayed as brown because it feels better to have someone that you, that looks like you, you feel represents yes. you or looks like you and i think that might be another reason why like a lot of religions have like a white jesus or in mexico does jesus look more no. mexican or in africa does he look more black like there's different places geographically where no i've seen pictures of like people having um paintings of jesus that look more like them based on their geographical location like i read an article about that years ago but i'm just thinking maybe because we're in america where like it's a lot of white people that it feels like jesus has to be white maybe because it because it be maybe because it feels more comfortable if the person you're worshiping looks like you but also no because of white but, supremacy and all that shit that's if we really want to get into it but for me, it's I've grown my nana, the Catholic, lots of statues, and I grew up seeing white Jesus, so that's the norm. But if you really think about it, Jesus wasn't white, and if you think he's white, I would just rather just, it be like factually correct than like just like worshiping someone because they look like me. But also, we're I don't the word worship. I can't. Let's move on from that. <laughs> Jesus wasn't white. <laughs> We're gonna please don't leave a bad review in our podcast no, if you disagree with Jesus us. Jesus wasn't white, like <laughs> please, please. Um, anyway, someone said, Got my boobies done yesterday, so painful. So, the reason I'm sharing this is because I actually receive a lot of messages from people like assuming that I'm so against plastic surgery because I am more body neutral, body positive, um, have that like aspect or that perspective on things aspect yeah that was the wrong word shut up I t- i'm telling you something's wrong with me sometimes and it's probably not great to have t- like I've a podcast when i can't years. even get my fucking words right <laughs> you've been telling me that for 10 years okay so anyways i have that perspective people think um honestly i'm not against plastic surgery at all that's me confessing a sin i actually genuinely want to get my boobs done um, because right now, like after breastfeeding, they literally sag down to my belly button and it is something that makes me feel less confident. And it's something that I could probably do the work to accept, but also what's, I don't think that there's anything wrong with doing something for myself that helps me feel more confident. Um, it's why people constantly question if I'm body positive or body neutral, um, why would I get lip filler? Or why would I get cheek filler? And it's like, the, it's the answer is because I like it. Like, that's literally the answer. And I definitely think that you maybe shouldn't get plastic surgery done because you think it's going to help a man like you more. Like, I would never do something just because Anthony wanted me to. Like, 
body wise because I think that you need to be doing things for yourself or else your mental health will suffer um and also why would you want to even be with a man that like didn't accept you for who you are but then at the same time like for it's literally all personal to me um would I ever get plastic surgery probably if I had the financial and to me it's not even about the financial at this point it's about do I have that amount of time to heal when I have a business to run and my family relies on me for money and I have five kids to help take care of. Like that's what the holdup for me is. So that's my genuine so confession. Essentially you just said you you're on you stand on the side of body positivity body, body what? <laughs> you can't talk positivity either. and loving yourself. Right. But that doesn't end at that is it. surgery. If you're, if you're you're saying it's just who are you doing it for? Yes. Are you doing who it because you, doing it you want to do it, or are you doing it because that's what the magazines say, or that's what yeah. someone's is telling you? Or oh, society you need, has yes. told you that um, a, bodies a should stomach, look like or, this, yeah. whatever. I get you. I think that, and I think it's such such a complex subject too. I definitely one thousand percent why. I 1000% understand why people are against plastic surgery. Now, I totally if you get think it. that I'm paying for some titties, you're wrong. You better collab. First of all, <laughs> first of all, no. If I ever got plastic surgery, I don't think it's something that I would document all the way through. Like, I honestly probably wouldn't want to promote something like that. Honestly? Because at the same time... I want to be aware of what message I'm sending as someone that does have a following. I so don't you're just want to come back with little tiny boobs one day. No. Oh, that's the thing. I don't want implants either. I literally just want my boobs lifted up to be on my chest instead of on my stomach. Like that's I don't want implants. My boobs are ginormous. I just want them lifted. And honestly, reduction probably because my fucking back hurts constantly. People are always like, oh, I'm so jealous. Big boobs. Blah, blah, blah. No, I've been dealing with back and shoulder pain since high school. It's not all it cracks up to be. Um, because what? your posture, babe. No, babe. My posture is because of my fucking boobs. <laughs> like, do you know what it feels like to have these fucking big ass, to quote Michael Scott, but not in that show, um, bags of sand on my chest? 40-year-old virgin Michael Scott. Um, what is his name in that movie? I don't know. I can't remember. Anyways. Dan. Dan. I don't know. No. I don't think so. I can't remember. I hear... I- Plastic surgery. After watching videos of the recovery, anyone that chooses to get plastic surgery and like things that I I, I commend you because that shit looks. Oh painful. yeah, that shit pops up on my TikTok, and that's honestly the reason why I think I haven't gotten any surgery like that done yet because it looks like. And my my best friend has gotten a BBL, and she's about to get her boobs done next week, and she. Like, the recovery, like, I cannot even imagine how grueling that is. And she doesn't have kids. So, I can't imagine with five kids, like, the recovery. I cannot. Like, we, we're going to have to get a live-in nanny for a few weeks. Um, I'll publicly say if this I ever did. to you. So, that way, everyone knows. I don't give a fuck what you do. Just don't ever come home looking like Big Ange or... So, like that you know like he he doesn't like anthony doesn't like the uh, like an unnatural look like he wants me to look natural because if one time happens, i, I may home, have to be on go on my tristan you know and like <laughs> your people know. are gonna take people legitimately take what you say seriously because i understand your sense of humor and a lot of people don't so 
What if if I'm just saying people don't understand? If you. one day you're, you, <laughs> but, your okay, your lips are one, bigger well, than my kneecap. Let's tell them about the one time. Remember? Then, so I went to get my lips done because I get them done once a year. No pause. And you're 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 leaving stuff. Hold on. Sorry to interrupt. Bethany was going to get her lips done, and I was like, "Okay, babe, just you know." He's like, "Remember, just don't come back like with." Because I always tell him, "Okay, well, I'm going to show them a picture of Kylie Jenner. That's going to be my inspo." Like I always say that to like freak him out. Um, because I know that he likes a more like natural vibe. Um, and I think it's funny because obviously, like I said, I'm doing it for me, but Anthony still has like opinions on like, he doesn't, he, he doesn't think that that's that attractive. I'm not attractive and to I, that. I, I agree. Like I'm not either. Like, I don't think that that's super attractive. And so Bethany, personally. Was, Bethany was going to get but, like, obviously do whatever you want. But at the end of the day, like, I don't think I would want to ever look like Bethany's that. going to get her filler done the next day and I'm just like yo like do whatever he's like remember not care. no big end just don't come back looking like big end so I go to and the she's fucking like, I don't even get swollen anymore yeah I like, don't like I never, don't get like, swollen anymore the first time thing. the first time I ever got my lips done I was so swollen for like two weeks like had bruises everywhere like I don't even bruise or swell anymore um, from getting them done for like years and years and years. So and years. Bethany comes so, home. No, no, no. So I go to my appointment and the, my injector is like, okay, we just got back from this conference and we have a new like technique that we're doing and we're doing a dental block. And in the past they like numb your lips with cream before. And then once they start, there's also like lidocaine in the injection so that their new way of doing it is they literally give you a dental block, like in your fucking jaw and in your gums. And that numbs your like whole entire bottom of your face. So they do the injections. They do like this new technique they did for the lip filler. And I get done and I looked like a fucking duck. Like it was horrible. And they're like, it's going to be more swollen than in the past, but just for like two days. And then you're going to like love your lips. You're going to love. And I'm like, oh my God, I have to go home right now and face Anthony looking like fuck a fucking fucking Donald Duck. Like it was horrible. Even to like look in the mirror, I was like embarrassed. And so I go home and Anthony was like, what the fuck? Because he didn't like even understand what was going on. Like he was like, you said you don't get swollen, blah, blah, blah. Bethany's lips have never been that big. Before. I could barely talk. I couldn't suck on a straw. But like luckily, like they said, it only lasted two days. And then I was in love with the results. But oh my gosh, it was so it was. OK, so I have a question and this is strictly just a question. Don't kill me. So I hate that you also have to say that every time because because I don't want people to think that this so is what I would do. But like, does we use our relationship, man, woman? Do I have the right? Let's say one day you do decide that that's what you want to look. You like want that, to be yeah. very big, lip, like big everything. Face. And I don't like that. So am I wrong for being like I don't like you anymore? Like yes, yes. Not everything is about looks because we're going to age and we're going to change. But that's a natural progression. Right. You're going out and making these changes because you like them. You like that and that's cool. But where does it stand if I'm like, I don't like you anymore. I'm not attracted to you I mean, I think anymore. people every single day, like people literally reach out to me and they're like, I gained weight and my husband like isn't attracted to me anymore. And what do I do? Blah, blah, blah. So like, obviously I think that that's fucking toxic and like that's a horrible reason like your wife is literally the same exact person whether they gain weight or not yes their physical appearance changes they're yes. still the same person yes. i think i think that 
stuff like that, it's like fucked up. But when you're literally going and changing parts of yourself, like surgically, I don't know. Like I, I have never even thought about that, but obviously you, every single human being at the end of the day has the right to be attracted to what they're attracted to that's like that's a biological like primal experience like you can't just be like oh i'm attracted to that person if you're not like no matter how many times you say it your instincts will kick in if if someone if you get pregnant you have a baby and then i'm like oh you're you don't you're ugly like you gain weight it's fucked up right that's horrible but it's like at the same time yes that's not the same person that you physically and I think that's a lot dated, of people's argument. But like, once you I start didn't to, fall in love with you when you look like that. Yes, I fell in love with you but, when you look like that. But in through, you know, if you love your kids, you you understand that the greatest thing that happened out of that is you got a baby. And once you understand the changes, the hormones. I also changes, think once you like deconstruct what society deems deems as beautiful, then at the same time, on the flip side of that is that's a natural like that, that and also the the other thing too is like when you're getting plastic surgery and filler and all this stuff it's it you kind of are saying that oh like what i want what society deems is beautiful so i get that this is like so such you a got, complex you situation have, you have uh lip filler because that's what society says is beautiful no i no but i think i'm by getting it i'm adhering to what uh, society okay. says is beautiful okay. or what's just, in right now just but for me like being self-conscious about my lips since middle school like it was for me like self-care to like get that done and like feel and I've literally felt so confident about my lips ever since getting them done when I was like 20 years old and then I'm 27 now so I think that for me like that was the biggest thing was like confidence for me and that's why I bring that up but I do think it's such a complex situation because because at the end of the day I am kind of adhering to like what society so if I was like I don't like it but you like it yeah, so that I think that at the end of the day, like for my opinion, would be like, well, fuck you if you don't yes, like it. Like then, I'm doing it for me. My opinion could be, well, fuck you because I don't like. Yeah, that. exactly. And, and so, so it's kind of like you have to. I don't know. You have to choose what is important to you at the end of the day. I, and I do think, and that, also hopefully you marry so, you. You're the partner that you choose for life is someone that will support any decision that you. No, well, not even compromise, but is willing to support decisions that you make. No, no, but like, okay, what if? I feel like if you got something that I truly didn't like, like truly was not something that I was attracted yeah. to, I'd be like, I don't, I don't think you would get it again. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just, because that's how our relationship is. Like, yes, you're doing it for yourself, but at the same time, like there's haircuts that I've gotten that you're like, babe, I don't like the haircut. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, that's true. Okay, well, then I won't get the haircut anymore. Or I don't care, I'm going to get the haircut. Maybe that's toxic that we we do do that. Because, yeah, like even the haircut you got this past week, I'm like, babe, like I don't like your and hair And for like me, this. I'm like, I don't care because <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to grow my hair out again. Yeah. Like that's, I need to do something to my hair in the meantime while I'm growing it out again. Yeah. Anyways, that's, that covers... That about covers that. Um, someone said... But, babe, honestly, if you what? keep making as much money, you do whatever you want. Just Someone has a question for you. <laughs> they keep paying me. Shut up. <laughs> someone said, had my engagement called off on my birthday. Should I fuck his older brother? Ooh, why was it called off? She didn't say, but she's, I think she's asking you. I'm I with that. I'm, I, I, I think respect you should fuck that. his brother and his sister. I respect that. Like, if it was something like really fucked up, why it was called off, then I... I'm I'm with that level of pettiness. Do it. Someone said, like one time this girl rejected me, so I married her sister. <laughs> you're the, what? You're so dumb. That did happen though. Someone said, 
do you guys use cannabis? Do we use cannabis? <laughs> do I use cannabis? I don't know. Do you someone, use cannabis? Someone asked that. Okay, so here's here's my confession. Yes, we use cannabis. We, <laughs> here's we've my, talked about using cannabis I before. know, but here's my confession that I'll actually explicitly say because I get so many DMs about this from moms who like smoke weed or take edibles or blah, 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 um, asking if I partake. So my confession to the podcast audience will be that yes, I use cannabis frequently and i i know so controversial but the crazy thing is like i actually feel like it's like scary to say that because people are so judgmental um but i i really can't smoke because it hurts my throat way too much we know your throat's weak (laughs) they already know you have a weak throat game weak throat game that's that's a good sweatshirt i'm gonna make it so um I take like one edible every single night. Usually there's like weeks I'll go without it. Like obviously when I had my surgery, I didn't partake in any drug use whatsoever because I was taking painkillers. And then there's times where like I don't need it, but then there's times where I genuinely do. So I went off. Here's my other confession. I went off my antidepressants that I had been on for years and years and years because they were causing other issues. And I decided to start using cannabis instead. And it has literally changed my life for the better. Um, I don't have any of the symptoms I used to have or the side effects I used to have with um, the antidepressants. And I still feel like I don't have anxiety episodes and panic attacks and I don't feel depressed. And I had been struggling with that for a long time, that feeling like an underlying depression even on antidepressants. And I didn't want to like increase them. Um, so obviously don't like take this and be like, oh, I'm going to go off my meds because also meds did save my life when I started taking them, like legit saved my life. So I think medication is like 1000% effective and I could have definitely switched to a different one or whatever, but for me it was cheaper and less doctor appointments to like try cannabis out. And I'm just like so happy with how it's literally like changed so many things for me. The biggest thing that it's changed is I'll take one before bed and I sleep through the night like a freaking baby. Anthony knows that I used to wake up like 10 times a night. I, it would take me three hours to even be able to fall asleep, sometimes more. And ever since starting to use edibles, I like literally sleep like a baby and then there's no other side effects. Like the next day, I don't wake up feeling like I have a hangover. I don't wake up feeling like, um, I don't know. There's just like a million things that it's changed for me. Also, I feel like low key, it makes sex like (sighs) way better. Um, but then also like, I also feel like with, when I'm not high, like sex is also already so good, but with no, but with the shut up because you know because it like increases your sensations. So that's cool. It also makes food taste so much better, which is great when you like have struggled with eating disorders and stuff like that in the past. Like having food taste a million times better, so you're actually like eating it. Um, I don't know. That's my <laughs> big confession that I take edibles and I love it. And yeah, it's really changed my life. For the better, the quality of my life since 
going off antidepressants and switching well, you're sleeping. and haven't you noticed like a difference yeah I, well that's I the biggest sleep. thing I oh and i don't oh that's sorry that's the other thing is i don't have nightmares anymore that's the thing i used is, to have them every single night is me i can lay down and i'm out within a minutes, second three minutes i'm asleep for since, i can't since comprehend day it. one when bethany and i moved in together she's always had trouble sleeping and her mind just races or she sleeps and she has nightmares so she's waking up for the night which Obviously, you know, you don't sleep. That starts to affect your life awake. So for me, I've noticed that we go to bed and you're asleep and you wake up and you're rested and we're good to go, you know? So, yep. So have have you ever, have you noticed any differences with like the, um, you know, what's so funny too, is people always, people always think that you're a pothead, like always, like my followers always reach out and they're like, is Anthony high right now? And it's because your eyes, like the way your eye, you like when you smile or like when you laugh, people like just think that you're high. And I'm like, he's literally sober. And if you only knew that I'm the one that's like actually high right now, like, I don't know. It's just funny to me, um, that people assume that but have you noticed anything like different with our relationship or with um like my anxiety episodes and all that kind of stuff since i started yeah like, like using i said the, well the anxiety it was like it, debilitating well, really the anxiety for me has always been it like it never affected me until it was nighttime and it, it never yeah. really affected me but it affected you which it's in turn affected your energy level the next day things like that yeah you know what i mean like you having an anxiety attack at two o'clock in the afternoon it sucks, but like it has no bearing on I me. Mean, I just try to talk you off the ledge. Right. Well, you have an anxiety attack at two in the morning when I'm asleep. Yeah. You don't want to wake. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it you stay up for hours and then, you know, the next morning we got to wake. Things like that. So as far as that, um, you're a little bit funnier. <laughs> you know what I mean? Some of the things you say are funnier. I don't know. It just... It's so funny too because I think think the people that already the, use cannabis online like they know like people have reached out to me and be like do you use cannabis because like at certain times it seems like you're like kind of high and it's like and it's like, people you that ask already for know thumb in the butt more often. Shut the fuck. <laughs> Speaking of which, moving on to the next <laughs> question because I swear to God, someone said okay weird question, but how does butt stuff factor in when or how did how do you do butt stuff when IBS is a factor? <laughs> Someone asked that. Don't water wipes. Don't. <laughs> oh my god! Just keep water wipes handy. Why would you do butt stuff if you were having an IBS episode? Like what the fuck? You're asking to wait. Get you don't have you don't have IBS episodes. Yes. You have IBS. Your life is an IBS movie. When I <laughs> eat. <laughs> Uh, it never, I, when it never you eat, ends. Okay, for example, last night I didn't have an IBS episode. An IBS episode, I mean, is when I'm like in that intense pain and like have to go diarrhea. I mean, it's not like, like you're going straight from toilet to butt play, you yeah, know? Yeah, I would never do any butt play if I was having diarrhea that day or that in the last few hours, I guess. <laughs> That's a good question. Also, though. it's like kind of just like YOLO, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> whatever happens, happens. You're going. <laughs> Luckily, Anthony, literally, I gave birth in our bedroom, so he's seen it all. So he's not phased by a little poop. (laughs) (laughs) Never gets easy, though. (laughs) Never gets easy. (laughs) Where's the wipe? Don't touch me. Oh, my God. Someone said, have you been to India before? I have been to India twice for a month. A month? Yeah. Yeah, that's a long time. Uh, Well, it takes like a day and a half to even get there. 
like via plane well the way we did it there was not like direct flights like you fly to we flew the first time we flew from los angeles to london and then from london to india the second time we flew from l from phoenix to chicago to germany to india so like and it takes for freaking ever i could be on a flight that long dude and we had like the first time we went it was our whole family so there was like little kids like meaning daniel was like a toddler the second time it was just me and my parents and we went with like church people um and but both times we stayed with my family in india and we did like sightseeing type stuff but then the second time my parents were trying to like convert everyone to christianity (laughs) that was like the goal of that trip (laughs) Anyways, and like my Aji came with us both times, obviously. I I do want to go to India. I would really love to. I want to go to India India and like do, because we used to go to like the villages and like stay with my family, like in their houses and stuff. We never got to do like legit, like I've never been to the Taj Mahal. I've never been to like South India. Like we've only been to Mumbai and then those, the, like it, like we would drive like five hours to my Aji's village. And also like, I'm not an Indian but my kids are Indian. So I do want them to fully understand their culture. Their I think everything that's why well, I have such a hard time ident- identifying as like, Oh, I'm Indian sometimes because first of all, my dad's in prison. So I have no access to his like knowledge. And before he went to prison, I didn't give a fuck. My Aji Naba both died when I was in high school. So like my entire life, I was raised with like Indian food, Indian culture, wearing Punjabi dresses, wearing saris, like all these different things, not obviously knowing the language, but all of the things my Audrey taught me, but I wasn't curious about it. Like I legitimately did not care. Like I wish I had and like asked questions that I wish I had asked and like picked my Audrey's brain about stuff. Like I wish and I had, even, but okay. Even that, like I and want, so now I want, that I care, I don't have access I want to them. For our kids, to for them to be given the knowledge, right? I want right. to champion who they are, and I want them to be proud of every piece of them. You know what I mean? Not yeah. uh, not the just the Mexican side or the white. You know what I mean? I want them to understand it and be proud of who they are because that's that's you don't get to change your genetic makeup. Like yeah. you know what I mean? You're Mexican, you're Native American, whatever you are, you don't get to. But like when I was how I was raised, it wasn't like, oh, you're Indian and you're white. Like, obviously, I knew my mom was white with blonde hair, blue eyes. But it was like we weren't like the culture that was like, oh, you're a part of this culture was India. Like it always was. But I just didn't. I didn't care. Like I I was embarrassed by it a lot of times. I went to a Christian private school where literally there was only it was like 100 percent white people. I think in third grade in when I lived in San Francisco, San Francisco, one of the most diverse places. Uh, there was an Indian girl in my class and I thought it was, and she was like hundred percent Indian. And I thought it was the coolest thing that I had finally met like another person that was Indian. And like my dad made friends with her dad and blah, blah, blah. And like, she was my friend, but that was the only white or the only Brown person that was at our entire freaking school. Like besides this one black kid that was from Ethiopia, but he had white parents and he was adopted. Like that's literally the only two people of color in our enti- my entire school. So I was never I don't know if the word is proud or I don't know. I was just not curious about it at all. And then once they died, that literally died with them. Like we, there was no more, I don't know. And then a long time after my Aji died, remember I couldn't eat Indian food for like 
but do you almost so, 10, like i just started eating indian food again in 2019 because it was literally too painful to even like smell it like you, i couldn't handle do it do you think that if your parents would have championed you or your culture a little bit more at home like talking about it's one thing but actually like talking about how amazing it is and all the well my dad did like they did but i think because of but all the, the trauma time, with my dad like once my Ajinaba okay, died that, that, and my that. dad got arrested literally three months later. Like to me, it was too painful to even like think about India, to think about eating India. Like I just couldn't do it. Remember like for the longest time, Anthony would be like, you want to get Indian food tonight? And I'm like, I can't. Yeah. Like okay, I literally can't. Sense. So you just kind of shut all that. The, I think the, like it just intertwined with my dad and all the things that he did that I couldn't handle it so i had probably an unhealthy coping mechanism of just like pretending like that didn't exist i I, I totally agree with you in that the other thing that that i'm gonna mention before we exit this podcast out for the day is that someone said why did i think alaska was an island when i knew the state song since fifth grade um if you missed my stories about alaska literally 30% of my audience thought that Alaska was an island. If you're listening to this and you think Alaska is an island, I encourage you to go look at a world map. Alaska is not an island. It is attached to Canada. This is apparently news to some people. I can can totally understand that. Like, imagine your classroom didn't have a world map. How can a class... And that's that's the other thing is like, how are there classrooms out there that don't have world maps? That's not... Exactly. Every single classroom I've ever had in my entire life. What if you're a low-funded... What if you're in a low... You can't afford a $30 globe? Some I'm sure there's a lot of schools that yes, can't. but what I'm saying is I can. It makes sense that if that's the only map you saw to believe that, and I can right. totally see so it. So now, even though I right, know one thousand percent. If you don't know, go watch my Alaska highlight on Instagram. You will die laughing, and maybe you'll learn something too. Um, that is all we have for you guys this week. Thank you for I feel listening. Like we to, really cut the shit today. And just we talked cut about the nothing. shit. <laughs> we talked about. Um, I had some really <laughs> crazy confessions that I'll probably might regret. Sharing, who knows? We'll see. Hey, my, it might TBD. actually might open up some more ad revenue. Listen, <laughs> listen, sponsor me any cannabis brand that's out there, except for only on the podcast and on Instagram because I'm not trying. I'm not trying to have Anthony's and Anna see that. I don't know. To me, it's still like so taboo sometimes that I'm like embarrassed, but I'm not ashamed because it literally has changed my life. Anyways, that's all we have for today. Thank you guys for joining us. We will see you next week. Thank you for 500,000 streams. New year, new us. New year. No, same us. I mean, there is some things. I mean, but we we'll, just learned something new about you. Every week I'm like, guys, I can't wait to share. But like, guys, really? Oh, yo, I some shit is coming. It's, but we had the, a meeting yesterday. I let's just say that Bethany has had this in the works for a long time. Literally almost a year. And I was like, yeah, sure, whatever. But we had a meeting yesterday and it made it very it's surreal. legit as fuck. And it it's, it it's pretty dope. Honestly. Right. Peace.